I'm Mel Stewart, and this is Swim Swam Podcast. Joining me today is Colin Hodges, Swim Swam's head of production and the guy on deck at all your swimming meets. And today, we have a very, very, very special guest, a man I love, 2016 Olympic U.S. Olympic men's team head coach, Arizona State Sun Devils head coach, Bob Bowman. Hey, guys. It was a you're supposed to react and be like, Mel, I love you. Yes. You're my favorite swimmer of all time. Michael <laughs> Phelps is number two. You're number one. You're up there. You are up there. So I, I, this is not about me, but where am I on your list? Am I, am I, am I number, I'm at least number three, four, five. Do I make the top you're 10? You're top 10. You're definitely top 10. All right. Well, you're, you're, you're a sweetheart for coming on and I'm just going to address the elephant in the room. Got a message from you on Sunday and some, for some news that was coming out, important news. And uh, you announced that for the 2021 20, season that you were going to redshirt the men's and women's program. Mm -hmm. And we reported and our site nearly broke. You nearly broke our <laughs> site from the traffic. So we just wanted to call to say thank you, Bob, for nearly breaking our site. Well, you're welcome. But every time I log on now, I only see myself the first thing. So it's okay now. You can like start rotating this other stuff. This is, this is the biggest news going right now in college swimming. And it's a, it's a um, you know, because we're in the middle, we're in the middle of, the, of, of, of our pandemic. Yeah. Uh, I think that the infection rate, the positive test rate in Arizona, my the last time I saw it roughly is 164,000. Yeah. Um, so... Arizona, Texas, Florida, California, a lot of us are still going through it. We're, we're experiencing not the same phase as New York and the surrounding areas, but we're going through a similar situation. I think we're getting a little bit better handle on it, but it's, um, this is a very tough time. So everybody is trying to make the right decisions about their future going forward. And so and I'm going to keep talking. So here, in swimming, I have mixed emotions about this because in swimming, college is, you know, I'm, I'm a co-founder of Swim Swim. It's part of our business and everybody's hanging on to hope for a college season. And if, correct me if I'm wrong, but you might be the, the, per, the first Power Five team to make an announcement that you're not going to participate in any portion of the season going forward. Is that correct? That's correct. That is correct. So I, I was uh, in, in one part, so I don't want to, I don't want to make too light of this or, or, or yeah. but the first thing that came out of my mind when you said, yeah, I'll, I'll come on the podcast guys was, um, we're going to read mean comments to you <laughs> and let you respond. But the <laughs> comments weren't that mean. The co here, the comment, one of them, They're always comments about like, me. it doesn't matter. You know, I can like give a million dollars to charity. They'll, they'll complain about it. When you are, when you are, when you're Bob Bowman yeah. and when you have such a huge piece of swim history, um, I think you're, I think you're aware, of, like we don't taste fame, but I think you've tasted fame in a way and experienced in a way that it's wonderful and beautiful and it, and it, but at the same time it can, it's, it's, it has an other side too. For sure. Yeah. And, uh, I'm I just, a big I just, boy. I, I can play the game. I know what comes with the territory. So, so, but one of the comments was interesting and it's like, and it was a question and I, and I wrote this question down and then I saw this comment and I'm like, it's the same question as I'm like, is, is Bob Bowman playing chess and everyone else playing checkers. And my question was, Bob, 
Do you have a crystal ball and do you know what's going to happen this fall and next spring? I don't, but I do know what swim meets are like and I know how they have to be run. And I don't know how they fit into any kind of coronavirus guidelines that we currently have or are likely to have. That's just my personal opinion. I have no other information besides that. But um, the other driving force behind this was, you know, we were very lucky in the standpoint we got through our conference meet last year, but there's a whole class of people that didn't have an NC2As and they weren't offered another year of eligibility. So it's really unacceptable for me to have that happen again. Just, just for nuts and bolts, just so we can get it right off the top of the show. Um, if anyone, if anyone redshirted this past year, mm. how, how can they do it again this year? It's a, it's a, it's a simple question. Well, no, it's a very simple question. Well, uh, on the one hand, you might have somebody that was never in college before, so their clock didn't start until they come this year. So that's one. Um, the other one is more difficult. And, you know, I just feel like in the current environment, and I was advised that in the current environment, I feel like there'll be leeway on that. Understood. So it's, it, you're, you're like, this, this is a historic moment. This hasn't happened in 100 years. Exactly. And uh, we are in a very unique situation. I'm asking dumb questions because some of our readers ask questions and they just jump out at you. Yeah. Right. But, uh, and, and, I, and I laugh. And I shouldn't laugh. I have a different perspective than they do. But, you know, someone said, ah, Bob Bowman, you know, he just cares about pro swimmers. And this is just another chance for him to play on the pro side for a year and not have to focus on college swimming. And um, I don't believe that, but I would like to hear how you'd respond to it. For sure. Um, There's no question that saving these guys for another year makes our team so much better. And, you know, I'm not one of these people that cares too much about a psych sheet, but our men were seventh going into NC2As and we weren't going to be a lot worse. You know, and that's a pretty much a historic level for ASU. We still need to move up, but we'll be way better than that team next the, when we come back. Much better. I'm going to ask all the dumb questions, and then someone smarter will come in and ask the smart yeah. questions, being Coleman Hodges. Got it. The, uh, just, just off the top of my head, out of, out of curiosity, the, uh, it, it, this seems it, – it's. I have to say, I thought you'd get crucified in the comments. I didn't look at them until about two hours ago because <laughs> I, I don't I – don't, you know, I, I think there, there's something where you're inside the circle, you know somebody, you know, you, there's certain knowledge you have and they don't necessarily have it. Yeah. But a lot of people, there were a lot of positive comments. Um, but uh, in, in terms of just cost with an athletic department, this is, is going to decrease the footprint, the cost for the year. And it's a, um, is that something, was, was the athletic department like, you know, this is a smart move? Was that part of, part of their their were they a part of this decision and, and in their support? Oh, they were absolutely a part of this decision. This decision was vetted by, well, my athletic director, Ray Anderson, is the first person I broached with this because I thought he could tell me, okay, that's absurd, no way, and then I just wouldn't pursue it. But he said, you know, that, that makes some sense. And then we got together the leadership team of Sun Devil Athletic. Then the Pac-12 signed in on it then uh, university president. So there, it, there was a full vetting of what we're doing here. So it wasn't just me kind of saying, oh, yeah, we're going to do this. And I have a bunch of my Olympic teammates. Rock Santos is now calling me, and I guarantee you, my teammate from 1992, I guarantee you he's calling me to talk about this. <laughs> so since Sunday, 
I haven't been able to get anything done. Sorry about that. I mean, nothing's gotten done because everybody wants to talk about Bob Bowman. Oh, geez. Well, um, you know, I will say to answer the rest of your question, there's a substantial operational savings, right, for not traveling these meets and some, you know, tech suits or whatever. You know, there's some savings. And that is just a plus. That was never in the factors of why we thought we should do this. But in the end, if you say, and it'll save us X amount of dollars, it certainly isn't a bad thing this year or in this climate. I have two more dumb questions, Coleman. I'll stop hogging Bob. I promise it. So the, uh, uh, you know, I, it's, it's my opinion from looking on the outside in, that, um, and this is from somebody who, who really enjoyed collegiate swimming and but but my life was 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 engineered around the olympic games yeah i loved college swimming but there are certain coaches and they coach a certain way and uh it my from my experience and what i've witnessed nc2a swimming is 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 uh it's the best thing going it's fast athletes come in they perform there and you're really focused on a short season and getting big boys and big i don't can i say i can't i don't want to say that our our women's team ready yeah. for um, for scoring points, oftentimes in shorter races, and um, it seems to me that if you're if you're if you're training in the Olympic cycle, you're you're training uh, you're training for a 50 meter pool. It's a different it's a different animal, mm-hmm. and it, and it seems to me that you're a coach who who re- who respects the Olympic cycle yeah. and training at that level, and that um, maybe you're not focused as much on. I know you I know you do both, but I know you're not maybe not as focused on 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 that short schedule, but this falls in with your philosophy. Let me, I've, I've bungled this question, screwed it up. I'll yeah. say it another way. Me and all the swim nerds, the swim swim got together and everyone went, Bob believes in hard work. So his opinion is hard work for another year makes sense because that's the way you do it for the Olympics. Well, how do you, you respond know, to that? I believe in work and you see this pool behind me. We haven't been in there since March 20th. Still not today. I get to look at it. So I haven't coached a practice except for Boomer and Beckett since March 20. Those are good, though. But, uh, you know, so it's going to take a while for people to get back into the rhythm and be able to kind of get back where it is. You know, I feel like we're just trying to help people get better. So any way we can do that, we want to do it. I wouldn't want to be swimming for you at this point in my career or anybody else. I think that this, I, this is what I predict when, when, when they get back in the pool. Pain. It'll be delivered in a very disciplined and build up of a way. Compassionate way. Yes, in a passionate way. That's right. That's right. Everyone's got to be compassionate. Okay. So here's the last obvious dumb question. Yeah. And and I touched on it in the beginning. Um, This might upset people, but I'm going to say it anyway. College swimming is almost like college football. It's almost like a religion. In, in our world and in, the, and in the community of, in the swimming family, yeah, college, college swimming is all, it's almost like, almost a, like religion. a religion. Mm-hmm. So, so when, when people saw this announcement, I think a lot of people felt like, Oh, this is uh, all of the other athletic departments are going to look at this and they might follow suit. And I think uh, that yeah. that was a, an, an emotional down. Sure. Um, I know, you know, I, I, I know you've got to worry about your team and your family and what you're doing, but did, did that weigh on you at all? No, not at all, because it's the best thing for our student athletes, and that's what I get paid to do, you know, take care of the Sun Devils. And quite frankly, we're in a unique situation to allow this to happen. You guys have widely publicized our diving, 
Uh, we're in a situation where there are no scholarship divers on the team this year. There aren't any next year for a number of reasons, but there just aren't. And that makes some money available that allows us to kind of carry through these next couple of years and recruit. I love that answer. I love that answer. There are people that I, that I don't agree with always. And I'm not saying I don't agree with you, but sometimes great leaders make hard choices and they know they're making hard choices and they know that sometimes they're not going to be the most popular. Yeah. I figured that you would, that if, that the response would be, would be very, very, very negative. And I'm surprised at how sober uh, uh, and honest people have been in their reactions to this. And it's, um, and it's going to be interesting to see what, what happens in the, in the future. Coleman, if you have a question you would like to come in with, I'm going to go back to researching the comments. <laughs> um, well, so you talked about, you know, the, the vetting process and how, how, how many people this decision went through. At what point did you guys sit down with the athletes and, and how do you feel like they, you know, what was their say? Did they get a vote? Um, what, what was their response right. to this decision? No, there wasn't a really a vote. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and it's their option if they want to, um, you know, go four years, go five years, they can do whatever they want. We support them either way. We realize there are some families that are not going to want to do that. And we completely are on board with that. What we were clear about is we do not feel comfortable about putting kids on a plane to fly somewhere in the next four months. Everybody should have an option about what they want to do in terms of coming to Tempe, Arizona in the next four months. So if they want to stay home and train, we have people in very good situations elsewhere. They're better off there than they are coming here right now. Um, some people might have safety concerns about COVID-19 and coming back to campus where they might stay home. So what, what we did was effectively put that out front and that's our guiding principle. And this is what we're going to do. We're not going to compete in these college meets. And uh, if you want to have another year, you can have it. If not, you don't have to. But for right now, at least we kind of – It's somebody asked me the other day, I was like, you know, this has been months now where we have these Zoom meetings, you know, and I get asked questions, and the answer to every question is I don't know. Mm -hmm. And we've kind of reached a point now with school starting in a month where we can't just be I don't know all the time. So now we know what we're not going to do, which is at least something, right? We, we have a direction, and I think that was important for everybody, that we were really needing that. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of which, let's, you know, let's give this whole decision um, a little more context. Do you guys have, you know, are students coming back to campus? Are athletes coming back to campus? Do you know if and when you're going to be able to use your facilities again? A, I don't know if, I, I know we will be able to use our facilities. Uh, I don't know when. Uh, athletes are coming back to campus. A large, the majority are coming back. They're going to come to campus. Um, and that's completely fine. Uh, so that's where we are on that. Yeah. Some are not, but very few are not. And is, is, I mean, is, uh, our academics is school starting pretty much as normal. Do you guys have like, you know, half vert, I've heard a lot of half virtual half, you know, a uh, hybrid of virtual yeah. and in person. What's ASU's I think that's plan? what we have. Um, okay. and, and our student athletes can access a thing called, you know, ASU is sort of the pioneer in online education, right? So we have all kinds of platforms. Um, but we have a thing called ASU Sync, 
which means you're basically taking a live course, but it's virtual. You know, you're on your screen. The teacher's teaching. You have to be there at 9 o'clock. There are notes. Everything is happening like it might in a live class. And, you know, I think that's going to be really invaluable for people that have to quarantine, have to isolate. So those, all those options are available. And there are some online, I mean, uh, in-person classes. A lot of people with labs, they're running the labs in person here. So okay. there's some things you just can't do online, right? You need the hands-on stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's a combination. I'm just, I'm reading through the comments and uh, I am, I'm amazed at, 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 at people really did respond to this. This made sense to them. And uh, maybe I'm just too much of a wimp to, to be able to be somebody who I would have, I would have trouble making a decision like this. I don't know. You know what? That's not true. If you're, if, if it's, if it's your, when you're with your team and you're, and you're making the, the choices in the interest of your team and their future, it's, uh, this, this does make sense. It's in terms of time, in terms of athletes getting back in the pool, mm -hmm. how long is it going to take? This is an obvious question. How long is it going to take for people to start feel like starting to feel like they have some sort of a base to really go in from fourth to fifth gear? Next summer. <laughs> you think it'll take well, until you next know, summer? It's going to take a while. Depends on what they've been doing. But you know, I always have this thing that Michael calls the Bowman rule, right? It's two for one. You know, for every day you miss, it takes two days to get back to where you were before the day you miss. So it's a three-day process. Multiply that by months. Then multiply it by four months. It's a year to get back to where you were last spring. So, people, you know, and, and it's been mitigated by people training on their own and doing all these other things. So it's not exactly that. But it's going to take a while. And I just want to have the ability to build into whatever we're doing under whatever guidelines we have and if somebody comes in and tests positive and the whole pod has to go for 14 days, it's a different story if you don't have any meets versus there's one coming up in six weeks. You know what I mean? So I, I think that's a – or maybe that happens the week before you go to Pac-12s when you do your final test. Does the whole team get to go or not go? Same, you know? situ same situation. I mean, I'm really focused, I'm re you know. Yeah. I, I don't even want to voice it out loud. I'm really hoping there's an Olympics next year. Well, for sure. And um, it's uh, so it, it, I look at it through both lenses. Someone tests positive, and uh, I didn't test positive, but my buddy tested positive, my friend tested positive, and I'm out. Uh, that seems catastrophic. So you're in the same situation, even even prepping for the Olympic cycle. That's got to be key. That's got to keep you up at night. Exactly. Well, it doesn't keep me up at night because there's nothing I can do about it. But I can learn how to navigate through it, and this is what we're doing. Exactly what we're talking about today is our plan to deal with it, you know, instead of just kind of wait and see what happens. Did you ask me about, about Mike Behrman's uh, breaststroke uh, medicine ball workout? Did you say you used that? Or was that we someone else? It, yeah, a ton, yeah. You did? Okay, I thought that was you. I'm, I'm sorry. We've been doing a lot of podcasts. No, I got it. Yes, yeah. I, I, of course I remember. Content. You need that content. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so just so you know, I called him and, and I said, hey, uh, maybe Bob needs you for your medicine ball workout. And he's like, I'm out of swimming. I, I love swimming, but it's only for fun now. My kids are my kids swimming, but you know, that's not happening. I just wanted to give you that update. We've well, talked in this last few deal. weeks. Yeah, that was a big part of our dry land going into like 2004. I haven't used it a lot since. I've used parts of it, right? Kind of parts of it. Well, I didn't know what you're pulling out of your hat, you know? And, and during, during well, I bring stuff back. It's only a matter of time. All this stuff is cyclical, right? <laughs> 
I, I didn't know what you were bringing back out, but you know, you, you've got, you've got to work on it. I just want to check in. I just, I just really want to return to my normal life yeah. and, and, and stop talking, stop fielding questions about, about you because I have no idea what you're thinking. Right. I mean, I kind of do, but I, I want to hear it from you directly. My favorite part of this podcast so far was, no, I don't care. I'm making the decisions based on the information I have, which um, makes you respect you as a leader. One of the funny comments, I do have to say this, was that they, someone said, you were, this is a Marsh, this is a David Marsh move, just caring about the Olympics. I'm like, no. I, I think David so. care about NC2A swimming a little bit. If, 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 you know, I would think he, I think he kind of did, if I remember correctly. <laughs> another, another thing was that it's, is, is uh, people responding about, wow, they're going to have to do another year at school. And um, you're gonna get to do another year of school. I do. Yeah, a lot I'm of them can do a graduate degree in that time. Yeah, I, I, I'm welcome. You or, know, or, or, or take it easy, or take it easy, and uh, yeah, or spread it out. You know, it's their choice. So it makes some sense. You know, think about it this way. And I know I'll, I'll, I'll guarantee you some comments off of this podcast. Okay. In my mind, you know, our 400 free relay returns everybody. We were third seated last time. Two of those guys are seniors. I'd rather give them another year and know they're going to be back and some other people, you know, who are pretty formidable in those events than just kind of take my chances that they lose another season. So that's what this does. My fa- my favorite comments were that was that you're you're gonna have you're gonna you're gonna have a terrible year this next year. Bob Bob Bowman's gonna blow it through the Olympic year. <laughs> And, uh, and it's like, it's going to be bad. Like it'll just be bad for you guys in, in 21, 22. Okay. And, uh, that was my, that might be one of my favorite, most favorite comments. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Bob? <laughs> you know, people say a lot of stuff at the end of the day, the scoreboard will tell us, right. Scoreboard doesn't lie. So, you know, I've blown it many times, but I've gotten it right a few times too. So I'm, I'm pretty, you know, I'll go with that. So that leads at, Interesting question. How, how is your role this year going to look different? Just, you know, from, from what you know today, from making this decision, how, how will being the head coach of ASU swimming and diving be different if you're not going to competitions? If, you know, is that going to change a lot logistically for you? Well, it will continue my streak of not being on an airplane for a while, which is crazy. You know, I just thought like, I've been like, I'm going on five months without flying somewhere. I've had weeks where I flew five or six times in a week and I'd never go more than two weeks. Right. So for like what? Two or three decades. <laughs> yeah. For a long time. So, uh, that'll be different, but you know, that other than that, I'm still going to be recruiting and doing the other things we do. It's just more like this, right. It's in this format. I'm, I'm starting to jump in here. I'm asking, I'm back to, it's Mel Stewart again, and I'm going to ask the dumb questions. Uh, everybody's asking over and over. So are you, are you, do, you, do, you have, do you have any intention of having a diving program in the future? Absolutely. No question. And we'll have it sooner than you think. You know, oh. it just happened. Our coach retired. We don't have any divers on the team. You can research how that happens. But anyway, um, we're hiring a diving coach. We right now is not the best time to do any of that, is it? No. So probably by the you know first of the year, we'll look at doing that, and we'll have somebody here, and we'll move forward with it. But we absolutely are going to have done. And a lot of other people are speculating that that Bob Bowman just you know he's going to he's going to coach a few more years, and he's going to be out, and he doesn't want to be there a while. He doesn't doesn't want to keep building 
the team? I know it's a dumb question, but yeah. I do want your response. No. Well, you have to. You have to respond to that. Because the extent of my contract, I'm here till 2024 at least. Congratulations. That's exciting. Did we report so, that? I mean, you know, I, and I plan to go longer. I'm like, what, what else am I going to do? There are some things I could do. But, no, I, the reason that I'm in college swimming, there's a reason I'm here. It's like you said. It's, a, it's kind of the new frontier for me. I didn't get enough time in Michigan to really explore it fully. And now we're getting a chance to do that. And we're having some success. And, you know, we've had a number of things that got in our way, which is the way it happens all the time in anything. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm not going to build this thing up and just not enjoy it. It's, it's well, I mean, when I, when I think about, I imagine the lifestyle, I don't want to, I don't want to dump on Ann Arbor. I think yeah. that Ann Arbor is a really cool town and I it's spent a, a lot of time place. competing Absolutely there. Wonderful. My buddy, Mike Barrowman, my roommate on trips. We, had, we, I, we were always up in Ann Arbor. It's a, it's a great college town. Sure. I imagine the lifestyle where you are might be a little bit better in terms of weather. In terms of weather, it's definitely different and it's, uh, it's pretty good. I'll say that, you know, I have the utmost respect for Michigan. It's an honor to even have your name associated with that place so i can't say anything bad about an arm you, you keep your but life here it's like you know you don't you don't ever put a coat on <laughs> that's a good thing you, you, i don't want to pry into your personal life but i know that you it seems to me like you have a full life outside of the pool mm-hmm. and uh it, look, it looks like a good life and a fun yeah. life and I, I don't know that i can say that about all college coaches at, at big d1 programs um, is this something, is this, uh, is that something you've been able to lean into during this period of time? You know, how have you been personally? We didn't cover this when we did the butterfly clinic podcast, yeah, yeah. but let's get into just you. How, how have you done during this period? You know, I've done really well. Um, it started out, you know, actually when it first started, I thought, this is awesome, man. I haven't had a whole day that I can just decide what I'm going to do in forever, but you know, there've been some blessings from this. Like, you know, I've been able to go over and, you know, my quarantine is my house and Michael's house. So my, my little pod or whatever that is. So I've been over there every day from about three o'clock until after dinner time and get to hang with those little guys. So that's just been an absolute blessing every day. Whereas in a normal summer, I would be gone this whole summer. Um, so that's been really good. I've been swimming. You know, we can't swim here, but up at the JCC, I can swim every day. So I go six days a week, get in 2,000. And uh, I, I told you last time, I started my yoga. I'm still doing that, trying to get it, trying to learn the basics, right? Well, last time you, you had that shaven head the last time we saw you, I was like, whoa, this is a different look. I've never seen that before. I'm going to so keep doing it, but you know what happened? This is like a, kind of a dumb thing, but like, so I'm up there swimming. I swim at 5 a.m., so it's dark. And uh, one day I got in and I'm swimming and I cannot stand to just swim freestyle. Like instead, I know I have people do that a lot, but I just don't like to go up and down freestyle forever. So I do backstroke a lot of press and I did backstroke and they have forgotten to put the flags up on one side of the pool. So I cut the back of my head when I hit the pool. So I don't want to shave it until that's kind of cleared up. It's almost cleared up, but I think I'll go back to the shave now. Bob Bowman had a head injury swimming backstroke. That's a swim swam exclusive. (laughs) That's how we're going to title this podcast. We're not even going to talk about it. Maybe it was the concussion that caused all this. I don't know. It wasn't a concussion. I'm thinking clearly. Tell me, you want to jump in here? Do I just keep keep, keep, keep the whole time? 
I mean, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I, I think, I think we've covered, you know, the, the basics on this topic. I think Bob yeah. is very forthcoming and yeah, I, I, I think we're good. If I, I mean, to be honest, this is like a really unique situation for our program. Not all programs can do it. And it's, you know, it's not a perfect thing for us either. There are things we have to work out and, you know, there are little things we got to do, but when you look at the overwhelming good for uh, the most number of our student athletes, this is where we're going. So, uh, you know, it's, it wasn't taken lightly. You know, I should, I should know this. I, 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 th I think your program's endowed or in, to a degree, is that, is that something that have we reported that? What is, what is this, what's uh, it's financial situation? Endowed, not, not, the majority of scholarships, but some, and we're working on trying to get more. Yeah. And, 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 you know, that, that really, that brings back to the emotional thing and college swimming almost being like a religion in our community. And it looks like that's what it's going to have to be going forward. Otherwise our sport at the collegiate level is always going to be in this game of, of we always feel like we're in jeopardy. We're right. seeing it with small programs. We're seeing it with big programs. And uh, we just, you know, um, Stanford, what they, they cut 11 non, you know, they're not doing 11 non-traditional sports, uh, but well, some are wrestling. I mean, yeah, well, they, but they had but Greg came on the podcast with, with Coleman and, and it was like, Hey, we we're swimming. Just wanted us to know we're swimming. Yeah. And they're, they've got support. Is this something that's uh, that you're actively involved in terms of further solidifying the endowment, you know, the, your I mean, program being endowed? we have tremendous support for our program and uh i'm just blessed to be here at asu you know we've all kind of pitched in and tried to cut our budgets to help you know get us through this but there's never been any talk of anything major and and the only thing we're talking about is how we're going to be better after this and that's really what got me thinking about this ray had a meeting the first meeting we had in COVID with the head coaches Ray Anderson, our athletic director, said, I want you to get creative and think of ways that your team can be better coming out of COVID than you were before. And that's what this is. That's how it spurred me on to start thinking about this. So this is our best chance at that. Have, have you seen other coaches do things that you thought were interesting? I mean, obviously, you know, this is a one of a kind or the first of its kind decision. Um, yeah. But, you know, have other ASU coaches that you've observed done interesting things uh, in, you know, in while pursuing that goal? Not yet, but they're thinking about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's definitely out there. And I'm not the only coach that has thought about this. I had some people reach out after we announced that, Hey, we've been thinking about this for a while. They just didn't pull the trigger on. Mm -hmm. the, the, I've heard from coaches. I've heard from a lot of, I've heard from coaches and they, and they, they were, they all, they all said the same thing, smart, right. It's right move for his program, but, but it made them very, it made them feel suddenly pretty nervous about what was going to happen the next year. Cause they're holding, they're hoping against hope that we can have some kind of a season. Okay, you know what I thought about today on my swim, and I don't even know how I got onto this, but I was thinking about whether there'll be a season or not, right? Have any of you ever been at NC2As? Let's say you're at NC2As, and it's the men's 4x100 relay or any of the relays. What? Or women's. Either one. It doesn't have anything to do with that part. You ever been behind the blocks during those things? What's everybody doing? 
it's more heavy breathing by so many people within yeah. three feet of each other, two feet, than you can possibly imagine. How's that all stop? Like, how do you not have that? It's Didn't hard. think about that. Did not think about that. I have not thought I mean, about that. That's not, well, that's what they're going to have to answer. So how do you make that stuff not happen? Or how do you protect from that? They're going to put a mask on as soon as they get out. I just don't know how that works. So anyway, that just came to me today. I was like, hmm, how do you get around that? We, we threw a lot at you. We're bouncing all over the place, and I apologize. But I did want to get a lot of the – a lot of the, I don't want to call them dumb questions, but they're – people have a lot of questions they want to know. No, I understand. Um, we're down to six minutes. Yep. And I'm, now we're going to ask you the easy questions. Will there be an Olympics next year? Uh, I hope so. Can't say. With to give it. Nobody can. <laughs> I, I, I bounce all that. Once, some days I'm like, I'm like 80% chance yes, 20% no. Other days I'm like, I flip it. Yeah, it's it, a, it could be a flip. It could be a push. It, it, it's, it's a, it, it depends on how I feel that day. Yeah. But uh, that that is – yeah, it, it, you're right. Nobody has answers right now. Yeah. And the situation, I think everyone felt like we would be seeing some positive numbers by now. The only thing I can say is we are seeing a death rate decline, even though it, it is coming up with the infection rate. It's not as dramatic. And, uh, and it looks like we're getting a handle on and how to deal with this. So if you, if, you are, if, you, if you are hit hard, your chances of survival are higher. Right, right. Um, my concern with football, and I'm, I don't know if everybody's thinking about this in the back of their head, because certainly coaches at the D1 level who are feeling insecure, like hey, if there's no football season, we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna domino fast. I just I, I look at football players at the D1 level and think some one one of those guys has compromised health, and if one guy dies, what happens? Yeah, that's tough, real tough. Yeah, it's very tough, but. Yeah. Is there anything that we haven't covered? They're like, you know, uh, you guys should have talked about this. I think we've hit all the main points. Well, um, no. We're, we're under five minutes. We can talk about Michael Phelps' HBO documentary. That would be good. Very yeah, have, you, have you screened it? Uh, yeah. Well, I've seen the cuts leading up to it. I haven't seen the final cut, but I think I've seen everything that's going to be in there. Is that, is that the way it works? If you ever make a movie, you always get a screener? I would hope. I don't know. <laughs> but, must, uh, you know, it's a very powerful thing. And, it's you know, I've been advocating for um, some kind of post-Olympic counseling, debriefing for, wow, since 2008 probably, right? Because I've seen up close what happens after those. Uh, you know, and it, it's – you think about an Olympic athlete, so much time goes into the preparation. And – the very nature of it is you have to focus on today, right? We're telling them all the time, don't worry about tomorrow, only right now, what's right in front of you. Then you get to the meet and you're doing exactly that. Then they get to the end and it's either great, they did well or bad, you know, maybe they didn't do as well. But anyway, there's the end and there hasn't really been any thought about what comes next. And then all the coaches like me take the first flight out of there because we can't take any anymore it's just like oh my god i've got to get out of here then they start going to make their money or do whatever they do and there's just this sort of you know a complete focus then there's nothing and I, there's not there's got to be something to fill that and that's what this addresses i think it's it's just a 
the way it's done, I think it'll reach a lot of people and it'll address something that really needs to be taken care of. We've reported on it a few times and we've got sent the screeners as a courtesy, as a media outlet. I didn't yeah. watch it because I want to watch it on TV. I'm a big HBO fan. Sure. But it, when I when, when I saw the trailers for it, my first thought was, you know, I looked at my my wife, who's a co-founder of SwimSwam. I'm like, hey, you know, imagine going from all of that training to nothing. It yeah. has to that just that alone changes your brain chemically. Sure. And uh, with knowing all of our peers, everybody talks about it. They whisper about it behind the scenes. They're like, yeah, my majority of people go through a period of depression without a doubt. Well, you know, I think what's different now is the top guys, well, like in Michael's case, right? I always felt so sorry for him right after the Olympics because he literally went from the last race into the next phase, which went for months. There was not even like a night to take a breath. So it, it's a tough thing. And, and then you kind of get into, well, that's, an that's the opportunity he's going to have. So you have to take advantage of it. But uh, they definitely, there has to be something that goes on to support these athletes during the process that carries over after. And, and something I, I hope that people, I hope it's well received. I think it will be even in the, even in the current context of what's happening politically and in the world. And I think it's most important to frame it this way. When it comes to pain, there is no pain Olympics, especially with mental health. If people are suffering, people are suffering. Exactly. Bob, thank you so much for coming on and talking about this very interesting decision that is, is best for your program and answering our questions. Will you come back? Absolutely. I love it with you guys. You're, you're easy. All your questions are easy. <laughs> we're, down to like, we're down to like 30 seconds. You got a parting thought for us? No, everybody just be well, wear a mask, social distance, do all those things, and then we'll be a lot better off. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcasts on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.